0: on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal too. They use it to push a far-left political
1: agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but it's destroying and damaging our culture Based on faulty premises How does this happen? And I just think it's again It's a part of the decline of all things That were once
0: rather sacred But we, ha- we are having our young people Absolutely indoctrinated In both public education and higher education
1: Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible And you might not see
0: green for many years Yep, I used to be a liberal too This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on the American Family Association blog, The Stand at olive tree views at lifesitenews.com at wnd.com and elsewhere out on the web and be sure to check out my book which is written especially for teens and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay another view on homosexuality and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com well what if you were a parent trying to stand up against men who dress as women reading to children at a local library, and then would you expect basically a SWAT team with snipers on the roof to show up? This is what's been happening um, and happened in the state of Washington. That's how insane things have gotten. We're going to talk today to Anna Bohach, a mom who started a group called 500 Mom Strong to stand up against this kind of deviance. Anna Bohach... Started uh, this 500 Mo- Mom Strong on May 30th of 2019 to combat the drag queen story hour at her local library in Spokane, Washington. 500 Mo- Mom Strong exploded overnight, with hundreds of concerned women wanting to start their own protests across the country and world, and affiliate with 500 Mom Strong. Anna could not stand by and let women be dehumanized and children sexualized. She's an ordinary mom who took a stand, but she also has a bachelor's degree in communication, emphasizing rhetorical criticism from Cal State University, Los Angeles. She has been a political activist for 20 years, Fighting for the Rights and and Dignity of Vulnerable Women, Children, and Disabled Persons. She has held executive leadership positions in nonprofit organizations, for-profit corporations, and she lives in Spokane, Washington, married to her husband for 13 years, and is the mother of four beautiful children. Welcome to Mission America Radio, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's great to talk to you. I've been reading your articles and all about you all across the web. So please start us off and just tell us what prompted your interest in taking the stand um, in confronting these male cross-dressers at your local library.
1: Well, I had been hearing about uh, the Drag Queen Story Hour for some time. It's been going on for a while. And I always said to myself that it ever came to my town, I was going to do something about it. Um, you you know, usually was happening in big cities like San Francisco or New York, which seemed a world away. And I never thought it would come to, you know, Spokane, which is a pretty conservative town and, and, you know, the Northwest where there's pretty conservative people. And sure enough, they came, um, and decided that they were going to have a, a drag queen story hour on June 15th of this year, um, at our local library. And, um, I was visiting my mom, actually, who lives in North Idaho, and I was driving home from her house, and I, she had called me and let me know what was happening, and right there, at that moment, God told me that I was going to be protesting it, and that um, it's the drag is more than just men in dresses. Yes. It's, it's the same thing as blackface. It's woman face, mm-hmm. and it's a, a tool to dehumanize, degrade, and demoralize women and our femininity. And so I, I needed to do something about it. I needed to stand up for women and girls and for, for children and protect them from being exposed to something that's really just a sexual fetish.
0: Well, that's really exactly the way I would look at it. Um, you, you, know, you described um, 500 Moms Strong on your website. By the way, give us your website. Uh, it's
1: 500momstrong.org.
0: And the 500 is the number? Five the number zeros. 500. Yeah. So, and you describe it as a group of women who've had enough with the sexualization of our children and the mockery of our femininity. Public libraries across the country are hosting drag queen story hours and promoting gender queer theory. This is blatant misogyny and degradation of women. Drag queens are very offensive to women. They are hypersexualized caricatures of women. A, ra- a drag queen is no different than a racist donning blackface. I think this is an amazing um, characterization. I, I just hadn't put it together in my head, and you've done a great job of articulating what many of us have been um, feeling, but not not uh, put it this way. Um, so I just, I just love it, and I love the stand you've taken, and I know many of our listeners will as well. You're saying, um, I'm still quoting here, enough is enough. We say no, no more to a political agenda aimed at degrading women and sexualizing children. So, yes. so tell us then. Okay, June was when your um, your the event happened. Tell us, describe what happened to, at that well, time. Well,
1: um, I I had known the event was happening, so I had, I had started off with a Facebook page, and it, it you know it, it it literally exploded overnight um, <laughs> with people contacting me wanting to be part of the protest, and then. Another group started, a counter group, a counter protest group started, and they started to spread rumors and say that I had threatened to um, bring guns to the event, Oh, is absurd, and that uh, we were going to bring an armed militia to attack the (laughs) drag queens.
0: (laughs) Oh, right.
1: (laughs) It was ridiculous, but, you know, because I was was hammering at home, I had written an article um, in response to uh, a local... Um, reporter who writes for the local Spokesman Review, who pretty much poo-pooed and degraded everything I said about drag being comparable to a blackface minstrel show, and so I wrote my first article in response to it called It's Time to Take Off the Dress, and that, that article went viral. It went yeah. across the country. It was one of the most um, shared articles in the history of the Spokesman Review, um so uh, that got people thinking and got people involved and there was so much media going on about it that the library decided to well they basically the library and the counter protesters colluded with the police department and made sure that we were forced across the street from the library they wouldn't allow us on library property to even use the restroom and they uh they had 40 police officers and two snipers on the roof with rifles pointing at, you know, moms praying rosaries oh, across the street from the library. And, and what, was, it was over the top.
0: And and didn't one pastor? Be,
1: yes, and we had a pastor who was helping us. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a group of Christians from Catholic and non-denominational group of people. And one of the pastors who was um, assisting us he tried to, you know, go into the library because it was a public library, and the police refused to let him into the library. They refused to let him on public property, and then they arrested him and took him away in a police car.
0: And, and it was only because he started saying, "Hey, wait, I just want to go in the library." I mean, he wasn't. Yeah, and
1: he said, "You know, this is my constitutional right to be here." Um, he he wasn't carrying a protest sign. He wasn't wearing any ID to make him look like he was a protester, but they refused to let him set foot on library property, which is public property, which our tax dollars go to fund.
0: Now, did they go ahead with the uh with the event?
1: They did. They had the story hour. They yeah. had about there was about three hundred protesters in my group there protesting. They had about um two hundred adults and two hundred kids. They had a few more protesters than we did, but it was mostly a bunch of kids that they brought and they set it up, you know, they had all their the guys out there with their dresses and high heels and, you know, big hair, big boobs and acting like fools and all these little children running around and, like, giving them candy and bubbles, mm. which was just, like, you know, a typical predatory thing to do, give a little candy kid candy. It's like it was really bad optics for them to be doing something like that. Right. Um, but, yeah, they went ahead with it, and then the library um, had a meeting after that, after that where it was a community discussion about the, um, the Drag Queen Story Hour. They had invited me to be part of their panel discussion, um, and then I found out that the panel discussion the library was hosting was going to be on the topic Understanding Drag, and I was going mm-hmm. to be the only opposing voice mm-hmm. against a pro-LGBT minister to Drag Queen's a child psychologist's. And a gender studies professor from the college telling me that, you know, drag is not misogyny. And so basically that was the panel. And they were going to hold it on the day of the gay pride parade in um, Spokane okay. at the library. And they were going to have the entire um, – uh, parade for the Gay Pride Parade and at the library for this panel discussion that they wanted me at after I'd been receiving death threats and all this stuff, so I declined the invitation yes. to be part of the panel. Yes, it
0: was a setup. It was definitely a It was a setup.
1: total setup, so I was not going to be a part of that, uh, and then I declined. They held another Drag Queen Story Hour mm. a week afterwards, so on June 22nd, they had another Drag Queen Story Hour, which... We came again. We had about 200 protesters at the second one, and they had again, you know, 40 police officers, U.S. marshal, and FBI there to protect the drag queen for me, and yeah. uh, you know, 200 moms. Oh
0: so my goodness! That's it's where just, it ended. You know, you, you you think 10 years ago, if someone had written this, we would have thought, no, this is this is the uh, LGBT community writing some parody. Uh, uh, B-grade film about what they think that, um, you know, uh, conservatives might think they have to confront. No, it's actually happening. I mean, tell me Mm -hmm. more about, and by the way, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Anna Bohach, who has started a group called 500 Moms Strong. um, And she started out in Spokane, Washington, uh, as a mom, protesting the drag queen story hours. Tell me a little bit more about the issue of the offense to women and the uh, your comparison with blackface
1: well it's totally offensive to women if you've ever seen a drag show or a drag performer or if you've ever watched um they have a show called RuPaul's Drag Race on television and in the show every i mean it is laced with misogynistic language they refer to women to um, men in drag who you know convincingly look like a woman they call them fishy they're fishy women because they look so much like a woman. Their genitalia smells like a fish, or a, a woman's vagina, is what they say on the Whoa. show. And you know, <laughs> then they have the it. women portrayed it with these big boobs and very produ- provocative, and acting really dizzy and silly and dumb, and strutting around. I mean, it's it's an absolute debasement wow. of femininity and women and what we are as human beings. And um, The history of drag in the United States started in blackface minstrel shows, and it was used as a tool to, you know, control and dehumanize African Americans and women. And, you know, throughout history, women have been oppressed. We were denied the right to vote before, even before African American men were allowed to vote. Um, And it took, you know, it wasn't until, you know, the, the 20th century that women were even allowed to vote. So, I mean, women as a people have been uh, oppressed in general. And so now we still have these caricatures and, you know, jokes of women, mocking women, making us look like fools, and degrading what it means to be a woman.
0: Right. And and from what I have seen almost all, it's kind of along the lines that you said, almost every um, performer uh, who, um, these males who dress up as women, uh, first of all, they don't dress like like you're going to the grocery store. They dress like evening gowns. I and mean, they're elaborate. Um, and they always carry almost always carry these sexually suggestive names. And yeah. um, it's and like it, 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 it's just to me, the whole thing is one more indication that the whole LGBT uh, agenda is one huge lie. That's my uh, it's all phony, It's all inauthentic totally 100% a lie. It and it's all uh,
1: based on sexu- sex. That's all it is.
0: It's based on sex and phony ideas about yourself that aren't, um, aren't based in reality. It's all a big delusion. So then you would agree with that?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, they sit there and they tell you that gender is uh, fluid and anybody can change their gender. But then, you know, when so- somebody's sexual orientation is set at birth, So nobody can go from being gay to not being gay, like people who go through conversion therapy or people who are gay and become Christians and they reject the homosexual lifestyle. They say that that's not possible because your sexual orientation is set, yet gender is fluid. It makes no sense whatsoever.
0: Right. They're so illogical in many, many different ways, and that's just one more of them. We have many former homosexuals who come on our program, and I know know tons of them. So thank you, uh, uh, Anna. We are going to, Anna, I guess, Anna, we are going to return to talk more about the 500 Moms Strong uh, organization and the movement with uh, Anna Bohatch here on Mission America Radio. Stay with us, and we will return. Right after these messages, this is Linda Harvey, don't go away Today's program is pre-recorded To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now here's Linda We're talking to Anna Anna Bohatch um, who is the head and founder of. Five hundred moms strong, and she's out in the state of Washington, and they have been protesting and uh, speaking out about the drag queen story hours. And Anna, okay, you have uh, you're in Spokane and had yes. a big event out there on Eastern Washington, so you're also. Um, uh, connected with people in Western Washington over in the Seattle uh, Tacoma yeah. area, Renton. So tell yeah, us we what happened. a hap-
1: group over there. They're called Ask Moms, is the name of their group. Okay. Uh, with Lynn Meager and Dawn Land and Nova Weaver. And they've been running um, their group over there. And we are affiliated with them and we, we work together.
0: Okay. They had a big uh, protest over there as well. Tell us about that.
1: Well, they, they, had, they had a protest, but mostly what they did is they went in and they filmed what was going on in the library. And they had a drag queen story hour for teens called Drag 101, where they went in undercover and they filmed what was going on. And at the library, they had Planned Parenthood um, there with tables, and they were passing out uh, condoms and anal lube and uh, raffling off a breast binder for, for young girls as young as 10 Um, and giving them instructions on deviant sexual behavior. And then they had a drag queen come and do a strip tease for the teenagers, and that was actually targeted at tweens and teens, so 10 and up.
0: And this is very, very good to have this on here, uh, Anna, because we had a a similar situation in Ohio, and it was canceled. It was Drag 101, and listeners, you will remember – Back in June, it was going to uh, be uh, held in conjunction with the Pride Parade in uh, Licking County in Newark, Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a, a one, actually the Speaker of the Ohio house that's his district, he sent them a letter and said, uh, no, you're not going to do this, I expect this to end, and then they, they did cancel it. And these events, and there was another one in Delaware, Ohio, which is north of Columbus, so they were going to um, try to get teens in there uh, without parents. And that's this yes. is the kind of stuff, and you're documenting exactly what we suspected yes. would be going on. This They were going to have a safe sex, quote-unquote, discussion. This is what they consider safe, uh, friends. This is what they consider safe. So yeah, yeah,
1: and, you know, they're giving these kids instructions on how to turn a condom into a dental dam to perform oral sex on a woman. Um, These are, are, you know, these are sexual practices that, you know, tweens and teens don't need to know about without their parents present. And, you know, it's just another attempt to sexualize children. And, you know, they're recruiting children into the LGBT lifestyle.
0: You know, I have been reporting on uh, our missionamerica.com website. I have an article on there. And, folks, I would urge you to go uh, put together a calendar of all the so-called LGBT Q um, events weeks and days for the whole calendar year that you might find in your school, and we have things like International Pronouns Day, Transgender Awareness Week, LGBT History Month, which is October, mm-hmm. and uh, and then there it's always accompanied by displays in the library and all of that. Um, what is your opinion about the the marketing of this to children in in public schools and private non uh, non-religious schools. What is your thought about that?
1: It's a propaganda campaign too. you know, uh, it's pushed by the schools and it's uh, based on queer theory, which um, is basically the rejection of all normal standards of human behavior, rejection of anything that is binary, rejection of you know any kind of moral standards based in Christianity, um, and it's and it's you know fueled by Marxism, and it's been taught since i was in college in the 90s is when they started teaching it and now it's you know in the public schools it's in the libraries and you know a lot of it it's targeted at women it's basically the erasure of all women's rights um and you know this is where we're at today where we have you know people teaching that there's no such thing as a man or a woman you can be whatever you want to be you can they want to get rid of age of consent uh so it's you know a big push for pedophilia it's It's really, you know, a push of depraved behavior, and it's being pushed in all of our public institutions.
0: Well, and you you described one of your articles is about that some of these uh, drag queens identify as satanic. I mean, do you – what is your uh, thought about this? Is that just for shock value, or is this really demonic?
1: No, it's really demonic. It's happening right now in Cedar Park, Texas. They're holding, you know, black masses in the park and doing seances to put, you know, hexes on two city councilmen who, you know, dare to show up to a drag queen story hour protest. And they are, you know, circulating petitions to have them taken out of office. And they're attacking anybody who stands up to them. They attack me. They attack my friends. Anybody who makes any kind of protest about what they're doing, they go and they, you know, re- I, have, I have them calling CPS on me because, you know, I have children and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, standing against this. So they're reporting me to CPS. They're
0: of course, making they up are.
1: Stories. They made up <laughs> stories that I was going to come and shoot them out of the library. Um, they're lying about everyone and doxing people because they know that we are exposing what they're doing. Right. They're pushing pedophilia. They are sexualizing children. These are you know these are very perverse men reading to children in libraries, and it's not about reading to them. It's about grooming them for sex.
0: Right, and 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 it's about for some reason those particular men who do that are finding some strange pleasure in that activity if it's just even just the voyeurism, not the voyeurism, but the uh, exhibitionism of it.
1: Exactly. And, you know, they're telling kids to go to their Instagram accounts. And if you go to their Instagram accounts, you know, they're naked and they cover their bodies with feces and they're dressed as a woman. Yes. Um, Right. Or they're, you know, playing with blood. I mean, these are the things that they're doing. And, you know, they have on their Instagram accounts, hail satans and satanic symbolizations. So, you know, it's 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 absolutely satanic it, in in yeah. every aspect. What can and the Church of Satan just came out recently and said that you know ninety percent of their um, membership are
0: LGBTQ people. Right, right. That does not surprise me at all. Um, what can the average mom or dad do uh, other than, of course, we should never let our children go to these oh, yeah, wicked events not. at the library? But what can we do to educate? children as they are in late elementary school or into middle school to avoid mentally stand against this?
1: Well, you know, you just, you have to give them a strong moral background and, you know, keep a Christ centered life in your home. Don't expose them to, you know, television. I don't allow my children to have television at all. They're not allowed to watch it because that's a lot of where the propaganda comes from, mm-hmm. and it seeps in that way. So make sure you know you protect your children from this culture. Um, give them a strong foundation in Christ. Um, if you can homeschool them, if you yeah. can send them to you know Christian schools. Yes uh, and then just speak out against it, you know the, a lot of it that this is going on because it's not advertised, and a lot of people don't even know that it's happening
0: right, and you
1: know and it's you know it's slowly creeping into every facet of our lives,
0: yes, well so, Ann, you know, thank you call Anna. your
1: library, call your school board, yes. do petitions. We did a petition here in Spokane and sent okay. it to the the county library'. Cause Great. The, It was the city library who had the drag queen story hour. So we sent a petition with thousands of signatures Mm. to the county library saying that we were not going to vote on their levy if they held the drag queen story hour. That's all the time. Thank you, Anna. The drag queen story hour, disavow the city library. That's all
0: the time we have, Anna. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you.